Welcome to the podcast. This morning, there's been something that's been weighing on my mind for quite some time. Um, I wanted to just speak authentically um, to people who listen to this podcast. So most of you know that I spent 30 years of my career advocating for people with disabilities and I worked for a complex wheelchair company. I led payer relations and government affairs, um, did that for 30 years with the same company. Um, it was my life's mission. It was authentic work, uh, meaningful work, and I loved what I did. Um, I would sometimes forget I was even making a paycheck um, because I just loved what I did. Um, so during this time, I was taking a course and it was how to uh, develop a keynote. And the reason that and how to tell your story. And the reason I did that was because I wanted I felt so blessed and I felt like I should take what I've learned and what I've done throughout my career and help other people. That was the only reason that I was thinking about doing it. And then I almost felt bad because I was thinking, why should I do this? Because there's no real reason for it. I'm not doing it to make money. I don't you know, I'm not doing it. Uh, I was just doing it to help others. And I was really busy and I really didn't have the time. But my daughter encouraged me, hey, mom, just do something for fun once in your life. So I did. I was taking this course. I was developing my story and I developed a keynote. And during this time, um, this was back in January of 2022, um, I actually lost my job. Um, so the company eliminated my job after 30 years and um, I felt completely lost. Um, I was sad. I was hurt, um, angry, um, just really didn't know what I was going to do. And during this time, I'm literally putting this presentation together to say, how do you um, find your purpose and passion? Um, how do you overcome barriers and live a life of purpose, purpose and passion? And so I thought, how ironic, because how am I going to tell this story now that I'm not living my purpose and passion? And so it really was hard. It was hard to get through. Um, and so I really struggled for a while and I took some time off. I was um, actually under a non-compete and I really couldn't go work for anyone else in the industry. And, um, and I really just didn't know what I wanted to do. And so I reached out to a lot of different people and got a lot of good advice. And a lot of people just told me to uh, do a couple of things. Um, first of all, just think about, you know, what you really want to do in your life. And, and also, um, you know, pick the, you know, name like two or three things, um, maybe five things that you're really proud of that you've done in your career. Because I think when you lose your job that sometimes you think, you know, what the heck did I do for 30 years? Um, but, you know, I, I thought, okay, you know, and I wrote the things down that I was really proud of that I did. And it gave me the confidence to go out there and, you know, seek another job and, and think about what else I wanted to do. And I also took a lot of time off because I had been traveling. I had been, it was just a grind. Um, it takes a village to do what the people in the complex rehab technology world do, um, advocate for people with disabilities. And so, you know, I took some time off. Um, I um, threw a shower for my my daughter. Um, I became a grandma. I um, threw a party for my son who was graduating college. And I just really, for once in my life, enjoyed my life. Um, 
And so I think about this. Um, you know, I think about uh, other people who have lost a job or feel lonely or because here's the other thing that happens when you lose your job. The people that surround you are people who, um, you know, that you might have known for many, many years. Um, and all of a sudden, all those people that you've been around are no longer there. Now, you hear from some people. Um, it's really interesting because you hear some people that surprises you. you. The people that you think that you'll hear from, you might not hear from. The people that you thought you would never hear from just, you know, give you, you know, send you a or call you, uh, send you a text, things like that. And so, you know, it first of all, I just want to say that if if you're going through this, um, you know, it is it's tough. And I guess the reason that, you know, I wanted to get on here and talk was because I really wanted to help tell my story, be my authentic self. That's why I started this podcast. So one day I decided to finish this podcast or finish my keynote and I started speaking to young people. Um, there was this young CEO entrepreneur group. Uh, there were a bunch of college kids that you could go speak and you tell your story. And it was just in hopes that, you know, by me telling my story of how I grew up and not coming from money and, you know, not finishing, um, you know, taking only a couple years of college. Um, and not getting my degree, overcoming insecurities, um, living my purpose and passion, how I, you know, I wanted to go tell that story. And so I did. And it was, you know, really, it felt really great. It felt it was almost empowering because I was taking myself down this journey of all the things I did in my career. And I knew that I, I was making a difference and I did help a lot of people. And so it, that was um, just something that I was sharing with them. And after that, I went down to meet with uh, a guy named Todd Locks, and he has a podcast, he and his brother Ross, um, that's called Eat, Slay, Live. And I had been watching their podcast, and I thought, they are having so much fun with this. And um, I was almost a little, you know, jealous, because I was like, I should start a podcast, like, this would be fun. And I would, I thought, I want to do it because just because I didn't do a lot of things that I enjoy in my life. I don't have a lot of hobbies. My hobby was working. Um, so I thought, how do I keep doing the things that I'm, a, that I'm passionate about? Um, and maybe that's a podcast. I don't know. The things that I'm passionate about were certainly uh, continuing to advocate for people with disabilities. Um, I wanted to help young people grow their career. I love singer-songwriters from Nashville who... Um, you know, they they write the songs, they tell their stories behind the songs. And then I also wanted to share my faith. And so I kept thinking about this and thinking about this. And and Todd had asked me to be on uh, their podcast. And so after I spoke that day, I went down and I was I did speak on their podcast. And I re was really just telling my story. And it was really scary to be so vulnerable and, you know, and share, you know, my insecurities, as well as all the things that I did to grow my career. And so during that podcast, um, you know, Todd had said, you know, Melissa's thinking about doing her own podcast. And she, he said something like, um, you know, Melissa, if you don't do this, 
you know, basically the people with disabilities aren't getting or they're not going to get what they need. So he kind of like shamed me into it. And, you know, it's scary to think about like getting on camera, literally just being your authentic self and and sharing your most vulnerable, vulnerable moments. Um, and I was really scared to do that. I didn't know that I wanted to do that. Um, but my daughter encouraged me and my son said, Mom, you've been talking about this for like two years, like just either just do it or shut up about it. And so I said, OK, I'm just going to take little bitty baby steps. Right. And so I did. I started, you know, I thought about the vision that I had for what what would this podcast be about? And and this isn't wasn't about me. And that's why I also struggled with that, because I didn't want this to be about me. This was and I didn't really want to be on camera um, and, you know, put myself on social media. Um, so I really was praying about it a lot. And so that's when I started thinking about, you know, what's the why? The why is that I want people to get the visibility that they deserve. And so there are a lot of people that are doing really cool things in this world that they don't get the visibility that they deserve. And so I just thought it would be really cool to interview people who have changed my life, who are making a difference in this world. And so, you know, I thought about uh, Sarah Hardwick. Hardwick. She um, is blind. She's a singer in Nashville, singer songwriter. And I just was blown away by her. And I sent her a text and she, um, you know, the next day agreed to do it. Um, there was Dayton Weber who has no arms and no legs and he's a cornhole champion. And um, I saw him on Instagram after my daughter sent me a text and I text him and he said, yeah, I'll do it like literally the next day. And so, you know, I, I have all these different stories of just people who um, have touched my life in some way, or I think that they really deserve the visibility. Um, and so that's why I did it. So, why do I continue to do it? Um, well, I can tell you that there have been moments where, you know, I could probably do this as a full-time job, except for that it doesn't really pay. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's all kinds of different ways that you can monetize your podcast, but I also have a full-time job, so I don't have the, the time to do it um, all the time. But the reason I continue to move forward is because I pray about it all the time. I if this is something that is just about me, that I don't want to do this. Um, but I've been praying about it. And I do believe that um, there's a reason that I'm, you know, sharing my story and um, helping others. And that there's a reason God put me down this path. I think about um, the uh, the sermon that the Pastor Josh, I, I attended um, First Baptist Church in Bethalto. And I had been going to Lifebrook Church, which I, I love Lifebrook Church. And we lost our pastor, uh, Pastor Stephen Marcy, left to move to Maine. And um, my daughter and uh, son-in-law and a lot of people go to First Baptist. So I thought, you know, we'd go there. And I really enjoyed the messages from uh, Pastor Josh. And he had said this past Sunday, um, well, maybe it was two Sundays ago, is to share your story with others in hopes that it's helping someone out there. And so for me... Um, I'm sharing this story right now of like, you know, people ask, why is she doing a podcast? Um, you know, maybe um, the reason I'm sharing it is nothing more than wanting to really be my authentic self, share my faith, um, help others. 
And I think that when we are being our authentic self, we're being the best version of ourselves. When we're living according to our values and what's important and what honors God, then that's where we need to be. And I, I'm just going to be honest. I've really been struggling with like, what am I supposed to be doing? Um, you know, how am I supposed to be making a difference in the lives of others? And that can, you know, that can be really um, challenging. So you might be looking at me and if, if you do know me, you know that I am an extrovert. Um, I am, you know, I love connecting with people. I love networking. I love developing relationships. Um, I'm very driven. I'm competitive. I love advocating for the underdog. And so, you know, I have a new job and I'm doing my job and, you know, and I'm helping people get the ventilators that they need. And, um, and so, you know, there's that, but I also always feel like I can do more. And so that's where I've really been struggling. Once you've done something that you feel is mission driven and, and I did for 30 years, um, it's hard to figure out like, what is your purpose? What is your passion? And so I think about there are times when, um, you know, for instance, Andy has been gone for 10 days to SWAT school. He's doing what he loves to do. Um, he's a police officer. He's, um, you know, he, he uh, volunteered for SWAT and tried out for the SWAT team. And he's doing that. He loves to cycle. He loves to um, go hunting. He has so many different passions and hobbies, and he could have fun doing anything. Um, you know, I'm not made that way. And I think that, you know, Pastor Josh also mentioned sometimes that, you know, you know, he went to his daughter's soccer game and he was looking around and he was trying to find people that he could share God's word with. And he said, you know, he wasn't even enjoying the soccer game, to be quite frankly, to be honest. And he said, you know, that I was just wanting to, sh I was looking at everybody who needs to hear this. And, you know, and nobody it really, nothing came to him. And he said, you know, that's just not, I, I should have just been enjoying the soccer game maybe, but that's not how I'm made. And I think that that really resonated with me because I think that when we try and be somebody else, like I'm thinking, why can't I just be comfortable just, you know, living my best life? I, I don't really need, you know, more money necessarily. I don't need to, you know, I don't, I have a job. I don't need to be doing other things necessarily. Like, why can't I just relax? Like, why can't I just sit back and, you know, hang out at the pool or on the weekends, you know, just go shopping, do whatever I want. But like, I don't know. I, that's not how God made me. Um, so the reason I'm telling you all this is that I feel like, um, first off, lately I have had moments of loneliness. Um, and that's not to say that I'm unhappy um, I just think that I've been lonely. Um, you know, Andy's been gone. Um, the people that I had worked with before are, I don't work with. I do a lot via, um, I work from home. And so I do a lot of emails back and forth. So I don't really see a lot of people every day. Um, and I'm, I don't really hang out with my girlfriends because I'm busy. I'm working, I'm doing a podcast. Um, and so I think about, like, if I feel like this, um, how do other people feel? Because I am an extrovert. I'm, I have a podcast. I, you know, love networking. I reach out to people from all over the country. Um, 
and I have friends all over the country. Like I don't, I don't necessarily um, hang out with certain people in my home, in my hometown. And so I think, you know, I went to this um, cornhole tournament um, a couple weekends ago, and it was for Team Jakey. And his uncle, he, this was a, a guy, really good looking guy that had his whole life together. And at one moment, I guess he had, you know, I guess he had a moment where, you know, he wondered about the meaning of his life and he, he took his life. He committed suicide and his family and his friends like literally all got together and they, they put this cornhole tournament together and they have it every year and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And it's in St. Louis. And his uncle got up there and and talked. And this guy literally brought me to tears. I don't, I didn't even know Jake um, or Jakey as, as they call him. Didn't even know the guy. Um, it was my brother-in-law who it's his family that, um, that, you know, this guy was um, a part of, but I went and it brought me to tears because he got up there and he's talking about his, his um, nephew. And he says, you know, here's the date of his birth and here's the date of his death. But neither of those dates really matter. It's the dash in the middle. And that resonated with me too. It's like, what are we doing with the time that we have here on earth? And this guy's life did mean something, you know? And I think about, he was so lonely. He was so like, I don't know, maybe he wasn't lonely. I don't know what his reason was, but I think about people, there are, people are dealing with things every single day and we don't know what those are. And what are we doing to help other people? How are we making a difference? How are we showing up to help others? How are we sharing God's word? You know, I think about like, that's the one thing that I hold on to is, is my faith. And, and sometimes it's even tough to believe in something that you can't see. I really struggle with that because I'm a visual person. Um, but what I've done and what I do, and I keep thinking about, like, I've got this platform that I could talk to so many more people than I am, is that I um, read this Bible verse. Um, I have a, a verse every single day um, that I read. And then I I just started doing this is like, I took a picture of it and I started sharing it with my, uh, just a couple friends. And Well, first it was family. And then it was like, okay, I'm going to share it with a couple friends. And then, okay, I'm going to share it with this lady that I just met that works at a health plan in Ohio. I started sharing the Bible verse with her. And then sometimes I share it with um, this young girl that was kind of dealing with some issues. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to add in one more person to that list. And so all of a sudden, like every single morning, I get up, I take a picture of that. I I think I pray about it. I read it. And then I send it out to all these different people. And I have been thinking about this for a long time is like, well, what am I doing to have a bigger platform to share this message with other people? And I'm not an expert on sharing, you know, and talking about my faith or, or sharing God's word. Um, I seriously like, I, you know, I don't I haven't read all of the Bible. I don't know all the answers. And I think that's why people they're afraid to share, you know, what they do know or how God has showed up in their life, but he has showed up in my life. And if it wasn't for God, I don't even know where I would be today. Every good thing that has happened in my life is because of him. So I would just say, you know, today, um, if you are struggling with something today, reach out to somebody else, 
let them know that you care about them. Let them know that you're thinking about them and ask them what you can do today to pray, whether it's pray for them, um, do a little kind thing for them. But I just want to encourage other people to network, reach out to other people, let them know that you do care because sometimes it's just one little word. People just want to hear that, that their life means something, that they matter. Um, and I probably, I've stopped this uh, video like literally probably six times right now because, you know, it's because I'm getting a little teary eyed and I'm, I'm being super vulnerable right now. Um, but the world needs more authentic human beings. What what we see on social media, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all of whatever, you know, it's not all real. And so, you know, I know I'm a little all over the place with this, but I want people to know why I started this podcast, why I'm taking more steps to keep going. I don't know where this is going. Um, hopefully by me sharing my story, I'm going to help somebody or me sharing other people's story. It's helping somebody else. So I just want to encourage you today. Uh, be kind to people. You never know what they're going through. Um, you know, everybody's human. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has been a jerk to people before. Um, but I just encourage everybody to, you know, help other people and encourage other people um, and if you liked what you're hearing this morning and what I'm sharing, send me a message in the comments. Um, let me know that what I'm saying matters. Um, and um, I just appreciate everyone who does listen to my podcast and and is encouraging me along the way. It's been fun. I'm learning something new. I'm challenging myself to feel more like me uh, through this podcast. So um, I'm going to end it there, but um, have a great day. And again, thanks for listening.